This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock bands on Freeze McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreaks, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreaks, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted about what I felt were some contenders if Umphreys McGee decided to make a Hall of Fame 2020 album. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen and where you can also check out the nugs.net list that I made of all the songs that I talked about if you'd like to give that a spin. Before we get into this week's episode, in case you missed it, the subscription packages have been released for Conduit Magazine. There are a few options for you to choose from of how you'd like to receive your monthly Umphreys content. Each month you can either get just the e-version or just the print version or both with the full frontal package. Special for this month only, the February full frontal package will get you a six-month subscription to both the e-version and print version, as well as a special merch pack from Conduit and Dropped Among This Crowd. Very, very excited about this, and thank you to everyone who has already signed up for their subscriptions. There is a link in the show notes where you can view more about each package and where you can sign up. Make sure you get your subscription in before February 15th to ensure that you receive this month's print issue. This week on the show, I am very excited to bring you my chat with Umphreys McGee stage manager, Robbie Williams. Robbie and I talk about a whole bunch of topics, including what night two of Atlanta was like for him, what he needed to do to get the guys ready for Wrapped Around Nashville this past weekend, what it's been like being at home with his wife, Melissa, and their two kids for almost a year, and how parenting is the hardest, most rewarding job in the world. He also takes us back to the day he told Kevin yes and began working with Umphreys back in 2005. Robbie shares a few of his favorite venues, and you'll also hear why we said fuck you to Joel, (laughs) and so much more. Such a really great conversation. Thank you so much to Robbie for your time. It was such a pleasure to finally quote-unquote meet you (laughs) and chat and learn more about how you got your job with the band and commiserate over parenthood. It's always nice chatting with other parents and remembering that kids are, in fact, out of their damn minds and it's not us and we're not doing our job the wrong way. I'm really looking forward to the day that we can all be together and rage a rock show. 
Oh, I can't wait for that day. <laughs> there is also video of our chat on the show's YouTube page. There's a link for that as well in the show notes if watching the video is more your thing. And in case you missed it, I recently had the pleasure of having a conversation with Umphrey's tour manager, Bobby Haight, episode 134. There's a link for that as well as a link for the time I chatted with Robbie's wife, Melissa, on the show way back on episode 10. So check those out if you haven't. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit E-Magazine help you get the word out. With ad space in monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots on the podcast, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, guest spots on the show, and more, Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit can help you reach tons of fellow umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umph family. Email dropped at gmail.com or conduitemagazine at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more about the amazing packages we offer. So here is my chat with Umphreys McGee stage manager, Robbie Williams. It is. They're crazy little humans. So I love them so much, but they're crazy. Yes. They are out of their minds. How old are your kids? Uh, they are seven, yeah, seven and five. Just turned seven and five. Oh yeah, yeah. My youngest boy. So they are six and oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy cow! I was like, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just crazy. It's like the coolest, hardest job in the whole world. Um, yeah. Being a parent. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But but I wouldn't trade it. You know, I mean, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. It's awful and awkward and joyous and sad and crazy all at the same time. <laughs> all at the same time. I know. It's, it's really like a, an anchor man uh, with Will Ferrell. He's like, I'm in a glass case of emotions. That's parenthood. <laughs> it is. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love him. Um, but it's nice. To, I nice to have a little break from him. As you know, we've had a lot of togetherness yeah this last year um <laughs> which has been awesome um but you know a little break yeah what's been the hardest uh thing transitioning from your lifestyle before to oh. being home all the time and now um I don't like the lifestyle before it was just like, I've done it for so long. It was kind of just like autopilot, you know? Um, and especially the last couple of years, how we toured, you know, it, it was fly home Sunday morning, fly, be home all day, Sunday, all day, Monday, take the last flight out Tuesday night, 
do it again, do it again, do it again. Um, so, and the, the worst part of that is the airports. The airports are the, just the worst. The worst. Um, that was, um, that's the worst part. But then being home, like when it first happened, it was kind of like, you know, bizarre. Um, we're home, I'm home. <laughs> And then we didn't know how long we were going to be home for. And then as it just kept going, turned into, I've been home for almost a year. Um, quality time with the kids, which has been awesome. And with, I mean, my wife, Melissa, and you've talked with her before. Mm -hmm. um, before, like all this happened, like, I think the longest we've actually been together, like like coexisted together at a continuous time was like two months. Oh, and it wow. was like, like, you know, I bet it, cause I was always leave. I was always leaving. I was always yeah. leaving. Um, and so it's, that part has been awesome to be home and to be like full on family. Um, I'm sure we are, we drive each other nuts. Oh, of course. I mean, every, the whole thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's what you do. It's your job. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, I think that was just being home, just like being home, like all the time. And, you know, and I, it, I wish it would have been like the kids would have had, because I miss, you miss out on so much when you're, traveling for right. work and you miss like um games and you miss like events and you miss school stuff and you miss you just miss a lot of stuff um so i wish i would have been able to take advantage of to being able to go to those things um but they didn't happen there was nothing happening there was um right. me being the teacher um, which is what's just awful um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at first, <laughs> it was uh, like at first, like last, last year, it was awful, um, because it was me going, you have to do this. And I'm like, I'm not your teacher. I'm your dad. Um, then it went, um, when we did remote learning, this go around, um, in first grade, it was awesome and the teacher is awesome and the kids all the kids adapted well to it um it was awesome um so being i just like i think the biggest adjustment was just um being home like all all the time and no like end in sight i talked with brendan a couple weeks ago and we were just like I actually saw him. I was I went to his house and I saw him, um, and I just we were both just like mentally. If there was a an end in sight, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be okay if there was yeah. an end in sight. Yeah, um, but there really isn't. You know, I mean, vaccine is a start. Um. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I, I'm just guy at this point. I'm just like I'm. Everybody's healthy. 
um, everybody is, you know, we just make make the best of the situation we're in. Yeah. And that's what you got to do, especially for the kids, too, is to kind of keep some sanity, some oh, yeah. normalcy, you know, for their sake, too, because of everything that they've gone through dealing with this, too. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. And they've adapted, like, the kids, like, they don't, like, they, like, they go to school and they're in pods of, like, 15 and they wear masks and they have to wash their hands right when they get there and everything. And it, it's just no big deal to them. They like are like, whatever, but these are, this is my gang of friends that we all do this and they're learning. Um, they don't really, you know, see anyone outside of their class at school. Um, but they've adapted and it's just kind of like, what cool mask can I have to go to school? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like, like, oh, so-and-so has a Superman mask or Spider-Man or Jojo Siwa or whoever these, their, you know, favorite <laughs> YouTube celebrity is that week or whatever. Yeah. Um, but they've adapted and they are both kids are like, oh, we don't want you to go back to work. And it's like, well, daddy hopes to go back to work at some point. Yeah. Um. We'll cross that bridge when it comes. Yeah. Um, yeah. What could what can you do? But you did get to work a little bit. You had to prep them for wrapped around Nashville. So talk about that yeah, a little bit. I, yeah. So I, I got the um I went and got their gear. Um the pedal boards, just the guitar stuff. Um and let's see, it was a couple of weeks ago. I went and got it and we were like, well, let's see where we're at. Cause as you know, in Atlanta, it got a little wet. A little bit. And <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. It was a little, little wet. Like I've done a lot of, like we were talking about it afterwards. Um, done a lot of gigs with Humphreys. Um, that was right up there. It's, like the hardest one like oh i bet it was top it was top three hardest ones um but um so anyway yeah i went and got the gear um got the pedal boards brought them all back here um i started with jake's and turned it on and i mean there was visual like corrosion on on Jake's, just like a, the paint was kind of coming off a couple of the pedals. It was like, but there was no mold or anything, which was like, I, I was fully expecting to open up the case and it to be furry with yeah. like mold. And that that didn't happen. So that was good. Um, so I started with Jake's and then just like, um, I powered them up and I took, uh, some contact cleaner um, and kind of went through all the inputs and inputs and outputs on all the pedals and hit the contact cleaner. There was a little bit of a buzz um, that was just from one of the quarter inches coming out a little bit. Um, 
and then just went one pedal by one pedal and had the amp. It was pretty funny. Um, I would have normally done it in the garage, but it was freezing cold. Um, so I had it in the dining room and I had the amps and Melissa, my wife works from home. And so she's upstairs working. I got the amp down here going one pedal at a time going through each pedal board. Um, and she's like, what is happening down there? I'm like, it's too cold to go out. It's too cold to go outside in the garage. She's like, I'm trying to write, you know, and I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. So I, I turned it down a little bit. Um, but yeah, and then just went pedal by pedal on each one and then knob by knob on each pedal. And it was a little time consuming, um, but everything, um, almost everything worked. There was a couple little things on Ryan's pedal board that we sent away um, that got fried, um, but got fixed and replaced. And so that was the main stuff. And that's why I stopped by Brendan's house. I was like, Hey, I just want to stop by and plug in your, your stuff and have you go through it. Cause I went through it and the two issues that I found, he's like, those already existed and they were already problems. Um, so I just went by his house and we plugged it in and he went, you know, played through it. Everything worked. I was kind of, uh, I was a little shocked that everything worked as good as it did. It was yeah. like, cause it took on, it took on some water, you know, and, but everything dried out. Oh, I think, oh, they lost a couple tuners, a couple of the tuners. Um, that's what was happening in Atlanta is the tuners, these new tuners that are like LED lights and not like the old school ones. Um, they're the first thing in line. And so they were going down. And that means when they're going down, everything's going down. And that's where a lot of the stuff started happening. Um, once they dried out, they were fine. But we I actually took some of the old tuners that we have as backups and put those on in Atlanta during the show. That was just, it was, that was insane. Um, tornadoes, the whole like sirens, like nowhere to go. We're in a field. What is happening? Like, like holding, it's always the thing of like holding down a $20 tarp over you know, several thousand dollars worth of gear. And like Bob Stone and I <laughs> trying to hold this tarp down underneath the drums, over the drums and the guitar amps. And it was, we were just like, what is happening? Um, tornado sirens going off. That's insane. Like, so, I mean, is, like, what was happening? I'm like, this, this right is where it ends, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, right. <laughs> How were you guys feeling before, like right before everything's oh, happening, there's the delay. It's just. We knew it was coming and it was, we knew it was coming. Um, the funny thing was, is that we got sound check in and we, we all looked at each other. And we're like, well, let's go get some food for dinner because it's coming. And 
like there's the red line and it's coming and we're right in the way of it. And so we went and ate food and then put on our raincoats and went up there. And then, I mean, there was so much good. I was just like, ever, tensions were high with everyone. Um, we knew it was the last gig of the year. So there was a little bit of like desperation to get that in. Um, mm-hmm. If it was under any other circumstance, we wouldn't have done it. I think Bobby told that to you as well. Mm-hmm. There's no way. We, there, there's just no way. I mean, they were getting like downpour wet. It was, but we just told them, we're like, hey, it's, you're going to get wet. The last gig of the year, let's just do it. Do it. And, um, it was just comical. It was like once one thing would, we're like, okay, like Ryan's pedal board went completely down. And so I just was like, we're going, just here's a quarter inch cable and we're going right into the amp. Done. Take everything out of the equation. Um, uh, it was just, it was just comical. And then, so then it was like, and then something happened with Jake's and then something happened with Brendan and then something happened with Joel and then something happened with Chris. Um, Andy was pretty just solid. He was like in the best spot on stage where the rain, and like a he was just nook. getting a, a miss. <laughs> he, he was getting a mist. That's all he was getting. And he was just wiping everything off as it would get misty. I was like, dude, he's like, I, everybody else was getting hammered. Um, but he was back there um just towel on up as it went so yeah it was crazy um but so yeah so i got everything ready um everything worked for nashville bob is going to the warehouse tomorrow to get it um and then they're going to load it up and go um none of us are going it's just going to be studio chris's house um and yeah um i'll probably tune in for a little bit at home and just kind of like maybe I, I might not i probably won't i will for a little bit i will for a little bit um and then um uh yeah so they go to nashville do those streams and then who knows what the future holds when we will gig again hopefully it starts getting well it'll start getting warmer and then I don't know if we're going to do drive-in shows or what the future holds. I haven't, you know, been told pretty much. Hopefully something, a little drive-in tour or something would be nice. (laughs) I need something. Going to shows is when (laughs) I like went away from my kids. (laughs) So. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, that's why I went to work and it was, yeah, totally. Um, I know. Um, it's kind of it's so like uh, just so weird it's so weird that not throwing concerts like it is not concerts like it's the most bizarre thing like no like no broadway no like no like i mean there's sports you know whatever but like you know like not a stadium full of people or just so bizarre this whole thing. I did not have this on my bingo card of the things that would take Humphreys McGee down. I did not have the global pandemic <laughs> as like, I was like, we, 
were like done this for a long time and I didn't see this one coming. I don't think anyone did. Yeah, I didn't think that this was going to be something that was going to be in the history of. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I, I thought, you know, like, no, I didn't have this. Um, who knows? Like, it's who knows what's going to happen. And the whole, I think the whole industry will change somewhat. I think the live I mean, concert gotta, experience is going to change a lot too. I mean, what you're going to have to have now when you start letting people in and it's yeah, like it's going to be so uh, much I mean, more. It's going to, there's, it, and, yeah. And there's got to be something and who knows what it is or how it is or, um, I mean, like as a fan, if I was going to a show and I could drive my car in and like with my friends and have everything I need. Like, like 20 year old me is like, Oh my God. Yes. Like there's a <laughs> stage in the parking lot. You know, I mean, I went to a bunch of grateful dad and fish shows and all that. And it was like, so me, that part of me saying, Oh my God, could you imagine if we did this? It's like, it would have been crazy. Um, <laughs> But so that, I mean, I, I would like that now being the old concert goer mm -hmm. versus the young people, you know, um, that ride the rail, whatever, all those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would, pre I would prefer the, the, the driving, but it's just not, but it's, it takes away the whole vibe and like everything it's, it's, it's it's hard. It's got pros and cons. I like the idea of having space and not having people dance on you and spill beer on you. And, sure. but at the same time, being all in it is part of it. So it's part of it. Yeah, yeah. totally. As part of it. And I think back on when I went to a bunch of shows and things and like, that's part of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being there together. I and mean, it's like, I'm not a religious person at all, uh, but like going live music is like probably the closest thing, communal, like religious type thing I'm down with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel the same. So way. that, yeah. So that aspect of it is something's got to give. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, it's, it's got to get back to how it was. I'm um, feeling a little, uh, I don't know, like slightly more optimistic lately, but then I'm not, I try not to, I don't watch the news at all. Like I, I just can't right. even have it on in the house. It's just right. It's Same. too much. So it's, it's, it is way too much. And I was like, yeah, same because there's, yeah, just, I'd rather like, okay, great. There's a vaccine. I signed up for the email when I can sign up to get it. Like, you know, that's all I'm really waiting for is that email in my inbox and be like, okay, you're eligible to go get it. So we shall see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, so why don't you talk a little bit about your journey of working in the music industry? When did you start working in the music industry and how many um, other bands have you worked for? Um, I've worked for uh, 
like touring bands. I've worked for um, to uh, Dark Star Orchestra. I worked with them um, as their tour manager from 2003 to fall 2005 so like uh, like two or three years ish um i um before that i just was like the local hand that would help um unload like when the semis showed up and i would help set up the equipment load it in load it out um and then uh, in 2003, um, my drummer friends from Darkstar, I went to college with one of them. I went to a bunch of Grateful Dead shows with the other drummer. Um, they needed a tour manager and I was at a spot where it was like, I put everything in storage and just went on tour with them um, and learned on the go um a lot of it nice um yeah and it was fun and it was with friends and it, it was awesome um the keyboard player scott uh was the like business manager and so we became really close friends um and um we worked together a lot he taught me a lot about uh little things in the industry um, but he ended up passing away, um, in 2005, um, in our, we were roommates on the road and in, in our hotel room, had a massive heart attack and 30, I thought I was you know, 35 years old, 36 years old. Oh my something. goodness. Um, yeah, it's awful. Um, that's insane. That was insane. Um, so he passed away very unexpectedly on tour in Washington, DC. Um, and so after that, that was spring, it was spring of 2005. And so after that, things with Dark Star were, uh, I kind of just had it in my, even, you know, even if the thing with Umphreys didn't happen, I was going to near my end time with Darkstar. Um, after that, I just wanted to make sure the ship was kind of righted um, before I left. Um, but anyway, so back, but back before all that happened, um, Scott was a fan of Umphreys because um, he's from Chicago and Darkstar started in Chicago and he knew them. And um, I started listening to a friend of mine that I did a bunch of fish shows with, lived in Chicago. And he's like, dude, you gotta check out this band. It sent me CDs. And I was like, holy Christ, these guys are amazing. Um, and so while I was with um, uh, Darkstar, like we would, if we happened to be in the same area as Humphreys or whatever, I would schedule um, days off with Darkstar so we could go see Humphreys play on our nights off. Um, and then I mean, it would usually just be me and like the lighting guy or me and um, uh, the stage manager now for Darkstar. Um, 
we would go. And the keyboard player, Scott, he's like, I feel like you're cheating on Dark Star with Dumfries. And I was like, I'm not. I'm like, we're just, have, we have days off. Well, let's go see him. Um, and so I would go, you know, we would, I'd schedule some days off to go see Humphreys. Um, and that's how I kind of got to know them was just kind of popping up in random places. Mark, what are you doing here? I was like, day off. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, day off. Why not? You know, uh, it was like no wife, no kids. It was like, we had the day off. Let's go. Um, and so then anyway, fast forward to 2005, um, Scott passed away with Dark Star. And then um, I kind of wanted to make sure the ship was righted because my two buddies, the drummers were still, they're still the drummers and still great friends. Um, and then the opportunity, Humphreys, Don uh, Richards, the old tour manager called and asked if I would want to go out on a two week tour with them. And because they were going to go into a semi trailer and needed another set of hands. Uh, all right. Uh, sure. I was off with Dark Star. So I would, it was like we had a six week break um, or an eight week break or something like that. And so I went out with them. That was September of 2005. And um, the last night of that run was at the electric factory in Philly. And they, uh, before the show, Kevin Browning um, sat me down and was like, hey, you just want to stay. <laughs> and I was like, well, I got this other gig. Let me think about it. Um, but it was a pretty much a no brainer. Um, at that point, I could kind of see the, you know, uh, just Humphreys going like this, you know, um, and Dark Star doing their thing, which is still awesome. I love the Grateful Dead. I love them. Um, and, but I told Kevin, like during the second set, um, I think of that show in Philly. Um, I was like, yeah, I'll stay. I walked out the front of the house. I'm like, I think I'm good. I'll stay. <laughs> and that was, yeah, 15 years ago. That's incredible. I love that story. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like 15 years ago and we've been around the world, you know, yeah. one to been to Japan, been to Australia, um, been to Europe a couple of times there for a while. It was my birthday was at, um, in Amsterdam every year. Oh, that's uh, awful. Darn. It was, it was awful. I know. <laughs> it was, I was, it was like, oh, it's my birthday again. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Gotta be in Amsterdam. Uh, it's pretty funny though. It was like, it was great how it worked out. Um, and then it's just a couple of all favorite menus. I mean, it was outrageous. Like the first like tour, like the, so I went to the first jam in the dam as a, just as a fan. Um, Cause I was off with dark star and I was like, <laughs> Amsterdam, my birthday, sure. I wasn't even working for the band. I think that was 2005. Um, and uh, yeah, I think it was 2005. And then every 
for the next like four or five years, went to Amsterdam on my birthday. Um, did a tour, like the tour we did in 2006. Uh, it was shenanigans. It was so much fun. <laughs> um, it was, it was outrageous. Um, but yeah, so that's how I ended up with Humphreys and, um, it's like a, you know, family. We all yeah. kind of grew up together. I mean, I've watched, it's so funny. It's like, I like fan wise, you know, it's like I've met all these people, um, that have become friends. Um, I've seen these kids grow up, you know, and like, it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's crazy to see, and you guys are awesome. You fans are the best. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, you're really awesome. Every one of you. Um, it's, it's a no brainer. We, it's, it's, it's almost so easy to be an Umphreys fan. Like they make it just so easy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are. And they're great humans. They're mm -hmm. all every, every one of them, um, is the, they're quality people, mm -hmm. um, quality. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, it's crazy, but it's like, it's, it's been a wild ride. That's for sure. Yeah. To say the least. I'm I sure. hope that, and it, yeah, to <laughs> say the least. Yeah. It's to say the least. And it's like, I never thought that I would be doing this for a living. I just kind of really fell into it. And it, when you do it with a bunch of friends and like you work like long, hard away from home, but you never feel like you're working um, those long, you know, um, it's good, you know, mm -hmm. it's what you don't want to feel like you're working. Um, but a shout out goes out to all of the, the ones, like all of our wives and my wife dealing with like newborns and when you know the kids were shout out to the moms because i mean i had to leave when the kids were so little like mm -hmm. weeks old like i had to go back to work and and that's some like i think you block out like all that like newborn stuff with the kids because if you remembered it you would never have more than one i agree 100 you just yeah. <laughs> that and the like, sleep deprivation you just can't what? even remember <laughs> right 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 um and so shout out to all of them and it's across the whole board the whole team everyone's um significant other um for dealing with us doing bringing entertainment to the masses yeah 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 um i never i didn't never in my wildest dreams that i think i would be doing this for a living so um that's how i ended up here i don't know i'm hoping to continue 
to do it. Um, I don't know if we'll get when we will get back to the scale of how we were doing it. Maybe the fall. I don't know. Hopefully. I don't think anyone knows. <laughs> Hopefully. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even really counting on anything. Yeah. No. You just can't. It's, it's hard to get your hopes up at this point. So just. Oh, right. You know. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm enjoying the time at home with the family. They're awesome. They put up <laughs> with me. So I'm sure it wasn't like easy when all of a sudden dad was here all the time. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And yeah, but we're. And we're making it the best of it, making the best of the, the pandemic sandwich or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever this is. It's great. <laughs> whatever it is. It's insane. Um, it's just like humanity as a whole is like, uh, it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pe people are crazy. People are insane. Um, they are. They are. But when you look at what they have to deal with and what we're being fed in in the media and all just sorts of things like you're just like I see now I see why this happens like look at yeah. what they're exposed to and right. what's right. happening and what we do to people <laughs> like right right this is a product right. of that <laughs> it is it is it is and that's why it's like this whole thing we're kind of just like okay let's tighten up here you know let's just stay right here, mm -hmm. you know, our little, our little squad here in the house, you know, mm -hmm. the kids got a, some friends in the neighborhood that they can, you know, play with. They're, you know, part of the, the quarantine. Nice. Um, and yeah, just try to keep things normal um, mm -hmm. for them. That's the, that's the biggest thing. And that's why winter sucks. Where do you live? Where do you, where are you from? I, I live in Buffalo, New York. So I feel uh, so like you're it's right. like 17 yeah, today. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. It was, I know it's like two degrees this morning. I'm in oh. Chicago. I'm like, this is awful. Yeah. It's like, this is awful. Um, yeah. My kids were terrible. mad. They're like, I can't, you can't even play in the snow today. It's just too cold to even play outside. And they're so pissed at me, but I'm like, sorry guys. It, like, no, it is cold yeah i know and it's yeah. just the winter time it's like oh god it drives me crazy mm -hmm. um and i always say like we'll have like a 30 or 40 degree day in the winter and everybody will be running out in their short sleeves <laughs> and like the kids are like i don't need a coat i'm like we live in the wrong place when <laughs> when 30 or 40 is warm we're yep. we in the wrong spot um, Anyway. Yeah, my daughter takes lessons with Joel and every time we'll get on, he'll be like uh, in his shorts and he'll be like, yeah, that was me yesterday. <laughs> we get on and I'm like, shut up. I don't even want to hear you right now. <laughs> it's like three, two, one. Fuck you, Joel. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh my God. No, I love Joel. I love them all. I love Joel. But fuck you, Joel. I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um they are yeah i know and he's like oh it's been like say like i got a couple group texts with joel on like one's like a sports one one's like political stuff which has died down thank god um but then he sends sends a picture of like 
oh, I'm just at the beach today. Unprecedented warmth here in January. You know, it's like 85. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Joel. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's like, it's been rough the last three days, social distancing on the beach. I'm like, you're an asshole. I can't even open my back door to let the dog out because it's frozen. Oh, I know. <laughs> like... I know. It's so cold. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> I know we got a bunch of snow um, and the kids, poor kids the other day, we had snow and instead of a snow day, they, they had a remote learning day. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I'll be glad and when they're not tagging snow days on at the end or whatever. Um, but I was like, man, all these kids wanted to do was go sled and, you know, which we ended up doing after school, but it was, um, I'm like, what a bummer. These kids don't want even those snow day anymore. Yeah, they're not even going to get snow days now that they know how to remote learn uh, like that. Let's hope not. Um, I know. That takes takes away the fun of the snow day. Uh, yeah, it does. It does. It's um, something fun to look forward to when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, I, I think I was more bummed than they were. They didn't even really know what was happening. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Melissa's like, why do you, <laughs> she's like, why do you care? I was like, because like snow day, remember when you were little and you would stay up late and like, know that you're like, oh, I hope there's a snow day. Um, yeah. So she's like, you're so funny, but I was just, yeah. Anyway, we went sledding after they were done and it was fun and we had a good time. Nice. Very nice. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd love for you to share a couple of your favorite venues. Uh, favorite venues. Um, well, let's see. I mean, the best place to see a show in like Red Rocks is awesome, but it's a, it is a pain and it's not an easy one to work. Um, oh, I bet. You know, it's a, it's just a long day of getting in and getting out of there. Um, uh, but it's still awesome, though. I always said the day that I walk up on stage there to load in, if I'm like, God, this sucks, I'm going <laughs> to, I'll just go home. I'm like, just put me on a flight. <laughs> I'm like, if I don't walk up here and just be like, whoa, um, just put, send me, send me home. Um, so that one's awesome, but it's a long day. Um, there's that new place in Montana that is, um, that we floated down the tube uh, in the river behind the, it's like the river runs through it, like river in Montana through mm -hmm. them. It was, it was me and Louie and Britches and Brendan. And this girl drove us up the river about a mile with the tubes and dropped us off in the river. And we floated right back down to the, the venue. It was awesome. That's cool. Um, and, yeah, it was killer. It was like when we all like jumped in the river and we were like all of a sudden floating on tubes in the river. We were like, is this like a day off? Like we went from like work mode to floating in these tubes down the river. Like <laughs> what is happening? Uh, it was so fun. Uh, that place is brand new and awesome and cool and good people that, that run it. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I like how the fans at the Tabernacle are 
kind of like on the vibe of that room is really good but the that's another one that's a pain in the ass to get it in and out of see my view on it is like oh my it's god like, it's way different <laughs> it's like like my ideal venue is with a truck with you know is right on the dock at the back of the stage and <laughs> there, there's enough there's enough room inside for all the cases to be spread out and you don't have to reload the truck and then it just like you know that that's my idea of a perfect venue um so we shouldn't bring up the caverns then huh you know what surprisingly <laughs> not terrible that we were we were we were dreading it we weren't like crew wise like we were just like well and i guess there's another cave there that they do shows in that's worse or harder to get into than the one we got into oh something uh, yeah yes I have heard, i've heard that um because oh. um, uh the the widespread guys told us about that um and the one that they the cave that they played is different than the cave that we played hmm. and much harder to get into ours was awesome it was like it was cold outside and you walked down into the cave and it was 65 degrees and mm -hmm. little little damp and wet smelling but um it's a cave it was it was it was it was surprisingly not terrible like we were and it was a cool um cool thing i didn't think it'd be one of the last ones that we did um it was really cool it was my last run of shows was that weekend it, 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 yeah, it was really cool. What was where did we go after that? I don't even remember. Asheville. Did we go to Asheville? Yeah. Asheville, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did the yeah. caverns and, and then Asheville awesome and then too. that was uh, it. Right. Yes. And then we yes. That was it. And then yeah, I flew to LA. That was awful. Like Yeah, take <laughs> talk about that. Like so what happened uh, that day? It was, well, I, the night before I was on the last flight out uh, and at like 10 p.m. And so, again, I'm, I'm like texting with Bobby and I was like, dude, should I even come? Like, it, it seems inevitable that it's going to be, you know, shut down. And mm -hmm. he's like, just get on the plane. Because if, if it does, you know, you have to be here. I'm like, you're right. So got on the plane and I'm like halfway there to LA, flew into LA because that's where the buses were. And um, I get like the news on my phone and it's like, oh, California restricts gatherings of like 50 people or more. And I was like, oh my God. And so that was like two hours more to fly. Got oh. there at like, you know, landed there uh at midnight ish just 12 30 or something when i got to the bus everybody was asleep um and then i woke up in san diego and everything was canceled and we yeah we had a bunch of stuff under the under the in the buses from uh aspen 
Um, so we got all the stuff off the buses and put it in the, the semi. And it was pouring rain in San Diego. That's very rare that it's pouring rain in San Diego. It was like a, yeah, just like salt, like salt in the wound type thing. Mm-hmm. And then we, and then we flew home. Um, and then Bobby, you know, and the travel agent. I mean, Bobby would, you know, I was just like, dude, whenever I can get home, I can, you know, hoping to get out that same day. Um, you know, before it got super hectic and flights got canceled and whatnot, because basically the world shut down. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I got home and then it was kind of like, wait and see. I mean, we're supposed to go to Iceland. It was my birthday. Oh. Yes, we were and, supposed uh, to go we, to Iceland. Yeah, <laughs> I totally, it's just like, I totally forget about the whole, we were going to Iceland. Yeah. Um, yeah. Part of it. And we had like, um, my mom was going to come stay with the kids and Melissa and I were going to be just like, yep. My husband, Iceland too, and, and I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, that, and so it went from like, oh, it's going to be my birthday. I'm going to be with my wife in Iceland with no kids. And we're going to have a great time with a bunch of our friends. Um, to we're all yeah. here, not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, but it's been awesome. It's been great to be home with the family. And, um, um, yeah, but yeah, it was like, it's so weird. Like, so then it's just like, you start speculating on when you can, when we're going to get back to it and like, no clue. Mm-hmm. Still no clue. Still no clue. Still but it's no just clue. Like, well, That's the yeah, biggest mind no fuck part about yeah, the whole it thing. Is. It, it is. It is. I mean, I think everybody just kind of wants to get back to some sort of normalcy, you know? And, mm-hmm. and um, whatever. When it, it is, when it is, whenever it happens. It's going to be glorious when it is. It'll be glorious. It'll be glorious. It'll be awesome. Um, Yeah. So that was the, yeah, that when it all happened, it was kind of like, well, you know, then we did the drive-ins, you know, the the drive-ins were awesome. Um, Just good. It's like, I mean, I've spent a lot of time with those dudes like mm-hmm. with those six guys in the band and uh, the guys in the crew and it is a whole i mean outside of my wife i've spent the most time with bob stone <laughs> like like we've i was like wow we've spent a lot of time together like that we know each other really well um, to where like we can have conversations about the gear and it's like a couple word like yeah grunt, grunts nods you know whatever <laughs> uh, like before it was funny before the um the chicago like the in the round thing um that night 
Joel was like tracking some uh, tracking some keyboard parts for recording and his Rhodes piano had uh, wasn't working. And I had been there the day before and it was working. And then I wasn't there that day. Um, but he called me at like 8.45 at night and was like, dude, the road's just not working. And it was just easier for me to go do it. But he was like, the road's just not working. And I was like, okay, I'll be there in 45 minutes. You know, and I just, the kids were asleep. Um, I'm like, it's much easier to just go do it now. But the guy there that was recording, he's like, what did you say to him? He's like, you guys, you were on the phone less than 30 seconds and Robbie's on his way. He'll be here in 45 minutes. To... He's like, dude, there, we don't need to exchange pleasantries or anything. He's like, the roads isn't working. When can you come? It's easier for me to come now. See you in 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just, and he was just like, how just, I've spent so much time with him that it's like, we don't need to ask how you're doing. It's like, this is what's not working. Okay, cool. I'll see you shortly. So yeah. Cause you, you already know how it's going anyways, because. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I feel like you know, I, I, I look, um, you know what I mean? Ben, Ben is the new guy on the, on the crew. <laughs> I feel like the poor kid, he's got an awesome gig and he was crushing it. And he doesn't even really get to, like he, he's done what like how, how how many shows do we do since new year's like 20 shows or something yeah like yeah yeah like yeah oh poor guy mm-hmm. you know? i was like i'm like oh dude and he's such a it's yeah he, he's a good dude um he is but um yeah it's just like uh i feel bad for him um only getting to do it but I mean it's been like everybody that I work with is awesome um Sam um I just had some tough times recently but um Mm -hmm. he's you know awesome Bridges Lily Bob Chris um then Matt Heller holding it down at the at home um Rachel does the merch um Anna who does the VIP stuff um the managers I mean everybody you know everybody's awesome well that's that's what makes it so incredible is you know everybody being as close as they are and the mentality with the crew and everybody it makes a difference it's not the you know, messed up 1970s band and crew, you know, whole thing I'm, that you would hear I, about. I'm, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, t- yeah. Like we um, were, you know, and it's like we're very lucky to do what we do. And I never thought I would be doing this for a living. And, you know, okay. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so uh, back to like favorite venues. I I don't know how we got sidetracked <laughs> to that. Um, um, oh, where else? It's hard to think. Like, I mean, we've done so many. The Fox in Oakland is awesome, even though it's got an elevator. 
Uh, um, <laughs> it's like, I mean, like I said, like my thing is my, my view is different. You're like, Your there's view. an elevator. I'm like, yeah, there's an <laughs> elevator. And that's what so it get, gets in and out. Uh, uh, we've done some like, you know, crazy gigs. Um, Oh, well, I'm trying to think like the coolest gigs. I still think one of the best fun time gigs we did was like the night before St. Patrick's Day in Paris. And it was, it was a small club. There were only like 20 people there and like eight or 25 people there. And 23 of the people were Americans and that we're doing the whole tour and it was and then like I've listened to that show again and it's still like whole it holds up pretty good mm-hmm. um and I mean for and it's like Jake had issues with his pedal board and we were on rented gear um but then after the show we like it was it was over like I don't know 11 o'clock or something and then we like between the venue and the hotel was this Irish bar and then we all stopped there and just like it was St. Patrick's Day and it's like Humphrey's bikini <laughs> and then it just instead it was like oh my gosh and then we left the bar and then it was like empty your mini bars in the in the in your rooms bring like just it was outrageous uh, it, it was outrageous uh, yeah celebrate was, to the fullest uh, uh, yeah it was really fun that was fun but that was and that's like 14 years ago um um i'm trying to think like i i don't know man i don't i don't really know i don't know like there's a there's so many venues um that we've played um i mean it's fun doing the arena shows you know in Asheville, and mm-hmm. you know those are those have become you know and i love that town it's a great town yeah um, it is um i can't i can't off the top of my head i can't think i should have should have prepared <laughs> some more some more i can't think yeah you know, it, it's usually like the best venue like i said is if the truck's on a dock um and ideally we would be there for two or three nights and um the cases can stay inside and there's plenty of room you know that's uh that's that's how I judge a good venue. <laughs> uh, so I'm sure. What are your favorite venues? Which ones? What are yours? I like the Tabby. Um, yeah. Let me see. I mean, our venue here in Buffalo is. I mean, Chris affectionately called it a shithole, but I mean. I oh, like uh, the town ballroom the town ballroom it's a yeah dump. it is a dump oh but God. it's it's I, our dump it's a dump <laughs> and it's uh it's funny i i i had to i i had to get stitches because i i split my hand open at the at the town ballroom oh no and i like was i was bringing like a case in uh-oh i was i, I could it's hear it too, it's like, <laughs> I was, uh, okay so anyway i was uh, I was uh, during load in 
and my hand got caught between a wall and a and the case and it just like split open the hand and like I, I was like oh, I'll just glue it back together and then I looked down and like I could see like chunks of stuff in my hand I was like ah, I oh, probably no. should go so like yeah so anyway that's what I remember of the town ballroom <laughs> I, I got a I got a I had to get a tetanus shot the whole bit like <laughs> so so that's like but I will agree with you that like it's kind of like the whole crowd on top of you vibe. yeah and they always really throw uh, but, it down when they come here too so um yeah it's pretty um but it's a dump <laughs> it is um, <laughs> it's it's a dump yeah um but yeah I, I had a yeah um but it's not it's not bad i mean it's a but I can see how the fans dig it when it gets going off. It's going off, and, and it's, it's always cold. Buffalo winter there. Ah, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, so bad. Yeah, um, I can't think of any more. If it, if the truck is on a dock and there's room for the cases inside and there's room <laughs> for everything to not be cramped. That's my favorite band. You're happy. <laughs> I like that. It's I am. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, simple. It's a it's a simple thing. It's a simple thing. <laughs> so I have to ask you, what is maybe a couple of your most memorable fan encounters? Oh, fan encounters. I've become friends with a lot of them. Um Good or bad? I mean, I, I'm sure I, you've had your share of uh, <laughs> situations with well, people too. I, I've had to, I, I, I had to, I, I, you know, I've had to remove a couple people. One, okay, one of the funniest ones was, and we were in Pittsburgh at a park, um, and it was like a state park, and there were state troopers there as part of this like concert series, you know, um, and they were cool. They were, you know, they were totally cool. But this, um, this state trooper was standing, <laughs> standing um, behind us stage right. And this kid jumped up on stage and was like, oh yeah, you know, going crazy. And I just went over and I picked him up and I just picked him up and I carried him off and I just sat him down right in front of the state trooper. <laughs> and like this kid, <laughs> this kid, I don't even, I, don't know who it was or whatever but this kid's eyes went from total excitement to oh my god what oh, did i just do <laughs> said, oh shit oh shit look it was and and the cop was totally totally yeah we just let him go you know but we kind of played it up a little bit um that was one of the funniest ones um i've uh, there's one in Milwaukee, a couple, oh, it's like, I think it was like a Halloween, maybe. No, I don't, I don't remember what it was. Maybe. Anyway, this kid jumped up on stage and I went to just, you know, and there's video of it somewhere. But um, everybody's like, oh, you tackled him. But I was like, I did not tackle him. Like this kid was wearing like, patchwork clothes and 
we tripped and just happened to look like I tackled him, but it is, it was a total trip. Um, that is one of, uh, that was, you know, no good. I just don't like, <laughs> I don't understand why people think that it's like, oh my God, I gotta be on stage. Uh, yeah, I don't understand them. what that thought <laughs> process is. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Um, I don't either. Um, but it's um, it's crazy. Uh -oh, one of the. Hold on. Oh yeah. So th those are my fun. Uh, those are my fan encounters, um, and just like seeing a bunch of these kids grow up and have kids of their own, and um yeah you know it's been you know and there's a, just a rotating cast of characters and that i've you know become friends with and got a lot of friends yeah got a lot of friends but was like bobby I, I watched some of bobby's um talk with you and he's like uh, you know the whole entourage of friends <laughs> is uh it's a lot sometimes yeah um and like he that. came in he came in oh man it's a lot and he came into it like i remember when he started was just like i'm like there's all the wives and girlfriends and you know and then friends that there's so you know it's a trip yeah it's um, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it too it's to have just all it these really, people around is. them like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of good people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, um, it's awesome. You know, I've said, you know, and it's, it's so it's yeah, and I've seen all the shows, uh, all of it, we just sit there, you know, I basically just watch all of the show and, you know, wait for something to go wrong. I mean, I sit yeah. next to, to Jake and Chris, and it's like, those two dudes are amazing musicians. Mm -hmm. And if I forget how good they are sometimes of like, just cause it's just normal for me. It's just like at the office, I'm at the office. And then mm -hmm. it's like, I sit 20 feet away, 30 feet away and watch them all night and just like, I forget, like Chris is just an amazing drummer. You know, yeah. I mean, they all are. They're all they're all great. They're all awesome. Um, you know, and then yeah, it just I mean, it's like my perspective of things is totally different than the fans, and that's awesome. Um, it's always funny that the the fans will be like, oh, that show was awesome. And it will be like, all of us thought it sucked. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's uh, without fail, without fail. It's like, um, and now there will be one where it's just like, the like band will be like, oh my God, that was terrible. And of course, like the, the internet is like, oh my God, that was the best show of the year. I'm like, Oh, did they even listen to this? <laughs> uh, 
it's that's really funny. funny. It's, that's interesting. Yeah, it's funny how it's, it's I swear that has happened on more than one occasion. Um, uh, and it's it's hilarious when it does because we're just like, oh, that was rough, you know. And then like the next day, the the internet's ablaze of like, oh my god, did you hear that show last night? It's like, dude, re-listen to it and like whatever it's come back funny. to it later and tell it's, me what it's you think. <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's really funny um, <laughs> but it's good though um but yeah i mean my perspective is totally different yeah yeah of course it's gonna be i mean yeah yeah it's just you know work and it's um work <laughs> and it's like it's awesome it's like a you know, it's a, it's it's fun to produce concerts that people get to go to and forget their worries for mm -hmm. a couple hours. You know, mm -hmm. and it's fun. Yeah. 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 So. What's something that you never leave for tour without? Um, well, since my kids were born, since. Melissa was pregnant. Um, I started running. And so I usually go with, uh, I bring running shoes and um, shirts and shorts and stuff. And that's been a great way to see the cities where we play. Um, yeah. Because on, on the crew, it's like you wake up on the bus and you walk down the alley to where the truck is and you dump the truck into the venue and then you work all day setting it up um and usually there'll be a like a little an hour window before sound check that you can go run or right after sound check before dinner and say that i've been able to see a bunch of the cities that we've um gone to nice. um, that way and seeing it on foot and um yeah it's um that's probably what i don't leave without these days nice it's um, such a good outlet yeah. too oh it is it's like i don't listen to any music or anything i just go run and try to get in tune with just me yeah you know, no no phone no nothing um yeah it's yeah. awesome um the central park is a great place to run um the portland oregon is a great place to run seattle on the water is a good place to run um oakland during the daytime <laughs> there's a little lake around um a couple blocks from the, the fox theater that you can you know get five miles in if you run around it twice um yeah it's um yeah i mean it's just that's you know that's fun nice very nice yeah yeah what's something that's uh your responsibility that maybe somebody we don't the fans have no idea that is your job i think i sent this to you in the um email um but I, so on New Year's, I give, I take my iPad 
put a clock app on with the second ticker going, make sure it's like synced up with like AT&T, Verizon, Wi-Fi, whatever, make sure it's at the same time on the, on the iPad. And then um, I'll put it so it doesn't shut off and put it at Brendan's feet. And, you know, every, every New Year's, except for the two when my kids were born that I missed. Um, that's kind of how we've done the countdown of, you know, one, I think one year I gave him my, I had to give him my, put my phone out there. But as we were like trying to clear the balloons out, he just like said, happy new year and handed me my phone back. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, that is the, so when you're counting down on new year's, it's because of my iPad or my phone. Um, nice. That's where he's counting down. That's something that, yeah, that would probably surprise people. Um, but I set up the drums and the keyboards right now. Um, I've done, uh, I, I've done the guitars. I've, I've kind of done everyone over the 15 years, um, setting their stuff up. But um, drums and keyboards has been the last like three years ish. Nice. Um, yeah. So. Great. And then yeah, yeah. So that's what's that's what I do. Um, and then I I try to I like the local labor, the local hands that we have uh, helping us load the truck and stuff. I try to organize them as much as possible. Um, sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's not so easy. <laughs> I guess it's de um, depending on who you work with. Depending on who you get. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. What's a couple of your uh, favorite Umphreys tunes to hear live? Um, that's a hard call. I always like, I mean, I like a bunch of them. Um, Uh, it's too, it's too hard to answer. I got, there's like, yeah. I like the old ones, but I, but I like the new ones. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's fun to see how songs like evolve, mm -hmm. you know, from when they first start playing to, um, to them to when they get to like heavy rotation, um, I don't know. I like all. I like, you know, like the heavy, like wizard, like we always kind of joke of like, we're going to cut someone's head off, you know, during that, you know, it's like, For sure. so it's just like, awesome. You know, sometimes uh, you need that song uh, though. Like it just, I feel like it depends yeah. on what you need. <laughs> and right. Um, so that song is like, you know, we have a, a couple things like, some you know like the floor makes me want to like throw them throw my chair um, <laughs> sure. 13 1348 too you could throw your chair um hurt bird bath it's oh, such that's a great awesome. tune um like um all in time has that's the song that i told kevin that i'm like i'm not going anywhere was during that song in philly in 2005 you know, when the crowd sings, 
I was out, happened to be at front of house with Kevin. And when they did that, I just tapped him. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'll stay. I'm good. So that's that makes it sort of even better now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that, that song is kind of like, I always will remember that. Um, um, I don't know, divisions, you know, I I made Brendan sing that for me in Amsterdam. Nice. (laughs) He was like, dude, no, he's like, I cannot sing that for you in Amsterdam. I was like, well, that's my birthday. So you have to. (laughs) Sorry. And he's like, dude, really? I was like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Um, you do. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. You have to. He's like, uh, you know, and he, you just lay the Catholic guilt on him, and he'll be like, okay. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I don't know, like uh, the new ones, the old ones, like the, all the like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hard to answer. Um, hard to answer. Yeah. Uh, there's Here's a, an like, even harder all... one for you then, if you could pick a cover Uh-oh. for them to play that they haven't played yet, what would you pick? Ooh, I don't... Oh, what's the... Um... I always thought that they would kill... Um... What is it? Um... The Faces. Uh, stay with me, like Rod Stewart. Like that. Oh, it's like. Oh yeah. And I, I almost had Jake on that going on that one one time, and he because it's got everything. It's got, it's got. I the, haven't heard that keyboard song part. forever. No, me. I like, and it, when I do hear it though, it's like, I'm like, dude, like I could hear like Jake singing it. I mean, it's got like the keyboard part. It's got the guitar solo. I can hear Jake singing it, and it's just like a three or four minute rocker. Um, and that's like a song my dad, when I was little, was just yeah. like he- headphones on and like listen to this, and I just remember it just being awesome. Um, I think that's one that, and I had Jake going on that, um, and then I just kind of let it go, you know, it was just as like, uh, you know, it, it would be too hard to get everyone on board with it. Um, yeah. Um, that's one off the top of my head. And I just heard that song like two days ago and I hadn't heard it in a while, but it's like such a rocker. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else that they haven't covered. Probably that one. That's a good answer. I haven't heard that song in forever. I'm going to listen to that song tonight now, and I'm going to listen to it. Yeah, it's just a differently yeah, now. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, totally. It's kind of got, it's kind of got everything that they. Um, it would, I think, it would work. Yeah, it's got the guitar part, the keyboard part. The, um, yeah. Nice. It's a good, it, yeah. So that I would go with that one. Stick into it. Nice. That's a great answer. I'm going to listen to it now. Awesome. So I have yeah. just one final question for you. I mean, I could talk all day. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, sure. I'd I know. To... I have to go get the kids here shortly. <laughs> I would love to know if you could, for any other band in history, who would it be? Oh. 
it'd be fun to go on the road with the Grateful Dead. That would have that, and I I know a couple of those guys, um, and I've become friends with, and uh, they're they would have just been a hoot. Like they, yeah, it would have just been so fun. Mm -hmm. um, Talk about a wild no, ride. I mean, I, <laughs> oh my god! And all those guys, a bunch of a bunch of their guys were, I mean, they were all from the from the whole ride they were for 25 years like they were you know they started working with them when they were young and the same core group of dudes like more people came in obviously when it got huge and whatever but it was the same core group of people um mm -hmm. and that would have just been fun to do um that would be fun um yeah you know, uh, I, uh, that's for sure. hundred percent grateful dead. No question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Psychedelic. Awesome. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Just like let it eat. Let's well, like, and, and just to be around when all of that was just really coming together and forming and yeah. the whole thing yes. of the community was happening and just to be yeah. a witness to all of that would just be so awesome and incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If I could have been on that, that, that would have been a, a fun ride. Yeah. Cause it's just, so it's the whole counterculture, the whole thing, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that would, that would be it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there like, there are a couple others too. I mean, I mean, it would like, I mean, it would be fun. I mean, any of the huge ones, you know, any of the, the big bands would have been fun too. Of course. Um, um, like Zeppelin or the Stones or like, you know, just like legendary, like decadent stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, of course. You know, before cell phones, before yeah. you could, you know, before, you know, um, but yeah, I was just I'm sticking with the Grateful Dead on that one. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been really wonderful. Thank yeah, you for your time. Yeah, it's been fun. It's really nice. Yeah, nice to meet you and actually to talk to you. I've seen you around, but I don't think we've ever had the chance to sit down and talk. No, um, definitely not. So this has been really um, great. Yeah, we appreciate the the auctions and stuff that you have kind of spearheaded for the crew i will look through my stuff like i i'm sure i have something that someone would think is i'm sure awesome and, I'm and, sure. and it's and it is in a box in the basement you know and <laughs> yep and i don't even i don't know what it is um but i will look and see if there are some items that i can throw together um for that um, I will have to find them. I'm and most of them are in a box in the basement somewhere. And it's been so amazing. The community, like the people that reach yeah, out, or, Oh, I have all these things and I want to do this and let me help in some way. And it's like, it's amazing. And then it's, the way people were bidding yeah. on stuff and it's incredible. Yeah. It's awesome. It really is awesome and like warms, you know, my heart. 
you know, my cold, jaded road warrior heart. No, it is good. It's a good thing. And you guys are awesome. And we always like, you know, always say it, none of this would be possible without people coming to see you. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wish we could all be together again normally you know but i am really enjoying the time with my family as well you know yeah which is the the blessing of this whole thing is how much um time we've been together so and, and we oh there's definitely our moments all of oh, us oh oh i like i know i have a 10 and six yeah, year old yeah. i know yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah exactly you know we all have our moments i'm just like what you just look at them i'm like what are you doing like i've told you like you know, just remind just yourself like, their uh, frontal uh, lobe is not fully formed till they're 27. i know it's not their I know. fault <laughs> i know i know bless their hearts i know sometimes i wonder like, if i was that much of like an ass oh i'm sure i was i'm sure i was i'm sure i was i know i need to call my mom after this and apologize to her <laughs> Um, because I know I was, um, I was a terrible, oh, just awful teenager. And I'm not looking forward to those years. Um, um, <laughs> I don't, I just hope everybody's like, oh, it, it, it gets easier, you know? And I'm like, okay, yeah, right. I can see. I don't think like, it does because it's bigger I, things. I, I, I think it, right. That's exactly it. I think it just shifts. It's into more, a bigger, I have a 17 year old and it, it, he'll be 17 oh, wow. in a couple of weeks. And it's, it's hard in a different way because he's oh, like I can only imagine. an adult. And 17. especially now yeah. with phones and the internet and the past everything at your disposal, four years yeah. of the world events. And it's been, yes. it's yes. been hard. It's, not been easy. I bet. It's I know. Hard. And that's like, dude, like I had to take, like, you know, I would give the five year old the iPad when I needed to get something done or whatever. And I'm like, here, you know, give it to him. Here's the educational game. Here's the learning, whatever, the endless alphabet or the endless ABCs or whatever. And then I come back to the room five minutes later and he's on YouTube mm -hmm. and I'm like, dude, like, mm -hmm. and so I take YouTube off, I take YouTube off and then the kids YouTube. And then it's like, I take that off. And then he's like backdoored it through Safari to get to YouTube. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, so I decided to take that off. And I'm just like, I, I think I've got it locked down now <laughs> that it's basically a, an expensive, you know, toy for him. And mm -hmm. I think I've got it locked down to where it's mostly like Sesame Street or, you know, learning games. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, dude, like, I just told you no, <laughs> like, it sounds like it's, my six-year-old all of a sudden i'll hear like the yeah. just 
a name dribble that's coming off some video. And I'm like, what are you watching right now? What are, yeah. What is, like they're watch these things. Like, like, I don't know <sighs> what they watch. Like, how do you end up here? Like, how did you get here? It makes no sense. No. Um, yeah. But they're Please crazy. Please do something better whatever. with your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. But they're, they're awesome. It's been awesome being with them and, you know, being very involved um, with the, everything with them. Yeah. At um, this age, that's too. That's the blessing of this They're whole so thing. young and you're yeah. able to be there. Because like, yeah, and that's what we remind ourselves of a lot of, it's that they're not going to want to be around us. At, you know, Give it 10 years and, or so. So when I'm like, want to strangle them, I have to remember <laughs> that I'm, they're not going to want to be around me Yeah. at some point, you know, I'm like, I told you no 10 times and you weren't listening. You know, it's just so funny. Just See, the whole it's concept. how it's a mind fuck. <laughs> it is, man, it is. It is so crazy. You're it driving like, me nuts, but I'm trying to make the most of this moment. <laughs> no, I know. It's just like, and the whole time thing, they don't understand time. It's like, you know, like trying to get out the door to go to school in the morning or try to do be somewhere like you have to be here at this time and you're like dad why are you yelling i'm like well because i told you to get ready like 15 minutes ago and now we have to leave and you're not ready and now we're going to be late and blah 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 blah. it's uh, the endless yeah. endless cycle endless yeah. cycle so you know I know um, it's it's kind of nice to hear it though because I'm not around other parents as much as I used to be. Oh so. right, 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 right. And then you think, yeah, you because you think you're going crazy. You're you like, know? it's got to be just mine. I'm totally doing no. something wrong here. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And then it's just, it is refreshing to hear from other parents that you're like, okay, good. Uh, they seem normal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, or when other parents are tell you that you're like, oh my God, your kids are so nice and well-mannered. I'm like, what? You, <laughs> my you got kids? the right kids, right? Like, yeah, Those right. two? Like, they're mine? They're like, oh yeah, they're so polite and so nice. I'm like, okay, maybe we are doing something right. Something's I'm getting like, in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just like, it's, yeah, something's breaking through, you think. So. Those are those nice little like consolation prizes we get as parents. That's what keeps us going. <laughs> no, it is. It really is. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, it's it's good. But yeah, I wouldn't trade it for the world. They're awesome. And even though they drive me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I couldn't imagine life without them. Yeah, that's how I feel about mine oh. too, is I just I couldn't even. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. But speaking of, I do have to go get them. It's been awesome um, yeah. talking to you. Yes. Um, it has been. I will try to look through my box of um, free stuff. Okay. Maybe one of the, that there would be something there that we could throw up for the, the crew. Awesome. I mean, I, I'm like, there, I have so much junk. Um, that I'm sure there's something in there. That I'm sure some, there is some so, sort of somebody, treasure. <laughs> somebody would want. Somebody would want. And they're like junk. It's not junk. 
Hey, what, what's that phrase? One one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, so. yeah, ab ab absolutely, absolutely. I got a bunch of stuff that I could probably just put in a box and see you. Awesome, that'd be um, great. All right, well, take care. Um, all right, take care. Thank you nice, so much yeah. for your time. No problem. I'm glad I was able to do it, and I'm glad that um, I was able to drop the kiddos off, or the, actually, Melissa dropped the kids off. I'm going to go get them now. Nice, um, nice. So it's a little peaceful, and they aren't running around behind <laughs> me, like or or they would probably be at my feet because they would be shy. <laughs> yeah, now they would be shy, but later on they'd be like, "We wanted to say hi." Yeah, I can't believe it. You, you hung up before I got to say hi. <laughs> yep. So, yep. That's yep. it. Okay, good. So good. Yours do it too. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally. All right, cool. Well, have right. a good night. Yes, yeah, um, you too. Yeah, I uh, hope to see you sooner than later. Yes, yeah, same. So right, that's bye everything bye. I have Take for care. this week's episode. Thank you again to Robbie for your time. It was such a pleasure. There are a bunch of links in the show notes where you can binge on past episodes, book your own conversation, and be a guest on the show. Subscribe to the show's YouTube channel where you can snag some official merch from the Dropped Among This Crowd Etsy store, where you can find all the information about subscribing to Conduit Magazine and a ton more, so make sure you check all of that out. Thank you again for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love. <laughs>